time now for us to find out more about what we can do for the world in terms of sustainability. And she's going to tell you all about wind farms tonight. Here is Cruz. Hello, savvy earth savers, and welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about how to build a better wind farm. I'm sure many of you have been thinking, how can I build a better wind farm? Well, even if you haven't, wind power is a renewable energy source and a way out of our reliance on fossil fuels. So when it comes to the placement of wind turbines, the age-old adage applies, location, location, location. Now, turbines convert the wind's kinetic energy into electrical energy as they turn. However, the very act of installing turbines affects our ability to harness the wind's power. As a turbine engages with the wind, it affects it. One turbine's extraction of energy from the wind influences the ability of its neighbors to do the same. Of course, wind is never going to run dry as an energy resource, but our ability to harvest it isn't infinitely scalable either. When wind turbines are clustered in large groups, their performance is actually diminished and the rate at which they extract energy is reduced. So, some researchers have set out to determine how a large wind farm can be before its generation capability per unit of land reaches the limits of energy replenishment. Basically, how can they optimize its positioning? And this way they can find out how much of a wind shadow it casts, which could have a negative effect on any neighboring downwind installations too. So they've said that as we move away from fossil fuels, some scenarios predict wind farms could supply as much as one third of global energy by 2050. So it is so important we understand the relationship between where we put the wind turbines and how we can get the maximum energy extraction from them. It takes time for the wind to return to normal strength after some of its kinetic energy has been extracted by a wind farm. And how quickly wind can recover from encountering a wind turbine is related to the wind farm's latitude and the Earth's rotation. Fascinating. Now, previous studies on wind power generation have noticed wakes behind large wind farms. So the researchers developed a theoretical understanding of the fundamental control on the size of these wakes. The work of the researchers has indicated that, that there's lots of different factors that should be considered when determining the size and placement of wind farms. For example, they found that turbines in areas with high winds are more likely to be affected by their upstream neighbours than those in areas with weaker winds. Also, wind farms that are closer to the equator are more likely to be negatively impacted by the wind shadow of an upstream wind farm than if a wind farm is closer to the North or South Pole. Now, of course, wind energy is a potential source of large amounts of carbon emission free energy. But to get the most out of this resource, we need to think about how other wind farms might affect us and how they might affect them. The authors of the study have suggested constructing multiple small wind farms with space for wind recovery in between them, which could potentially be a more effective strategy than just building one massive wind farm. They're hoping that this work will enable the builders and managers of wind turbine installations in the future to design the best possible scenario for maximum wind power generation. Who knew? There's so much more to wind turbines than ever realised. Until next week, bye-bye.